is the Podswoggle Network. And I'm standing right behind you. <laughs> Pod Swoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet. I have three of the other four members of the Swoggle Squad here with me today to catch up on what's going on in the world of wrestling or lack thereof. First off, in Miami, Florida, is Augie. Like I told you earlier, it's taco night, so excuse the chewing for the next ah, 10 minutes. Augie, I'd have to go back and put that on the other 234 episodes of this podcast. Excuse the chewing. Professionalism. (laughs) My apologies to Sasha Banks. We've only ordered cookies for delivery on this show before. Oh, my God. The chicken and waffle cookie. God. They're opening up. I, I think, like... Stoner late night cookie places are like the in thing because they're opening up one here in uh, like the Orlando area. It's, uh, it's, it's called Insomnia. It's cookie. not the it's same. In, Insomnia cookies is like the the nationally chain recognized oh, uh, late night cookie provider that uh, doesn't really like to confirm their orders from a certain uh, order delivery website. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from experience in Chicago, is Rich Camalucci. <laughs> uh, you mean our pros, Rich Camalucci. I love that. Uh, speaking from experience in Chicago, sounds like a, like a dear Abby like name or something. <laughs> How's it going, Rich? It's going all right, man. Uh, just whew, burning the candle at both ends for philanthropy. Yes, we are. And trust me, there'll be much more of that on this episode and next week's episode as well as the uh, the, the slow burn towards Potslam Fifteen is still here. Next episode's the Go Home Show. And uh, I'm just trying to cram out as many wrestling phrases into our little event as possible. In New York is Tope. All I know is the slow burn for Sandow. It's 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 slow, but it's going. <laughs> he eventually. It's just, been uh what? It'll be will it be two years in October from his money in the bank cash in? It'll be yeah. two years, right? Yep. Hey man. Yeah. And he'll probably be a Macho Man Randy Savage impersonator during there. Awesome. Jay Lethal was doing that a decade ago. Long term <laughs> booking. Uh, I had a tweet last night that uh, I knew wasn't going to get anything. It's just I couldn't figure out a way to phrase it. I'm like, uh, Damian Sandow is impersonating Randy Savage on Monday Night Raw. Meanwhile, Jay Lethal is going about his life, <laughs> just, just living, you know, not having to do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so it's been a little while since we've talked news or just kind of caught up on what's going on, basically catching Augie up on what's going on in the world of wrestling and uh, spitballing. I, I, I don't have anything specifically t- that I want to talk about. I just kind of want to see what everyone wants to talk about. I'm sure Augie can think of something to start. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> let's talk about Kane. No, I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, let's talk about that Canuck. If, if I could impose, put the Skype hang-up noise there. <laughs> I yeah, will. let's talk about the Canuck, huh? Yeah, let's talk about it. How, how many days after the fact did you finally... Because, like, we wouldn't tell you what was happening. I think it was, like, two... Because when did we record? Because I watched it later on that Tuesday. night. We recorded the next day. 
Okay, so then I watched it Tuesday night. So I guess, oh, okay, so the next night. It wasn't too much. Because th- that night you had messaged me on Facebook or something. You were saying, Augie, watch Raw. That, that was, was it. it. That was, yeah, that, that was, was it. it. So I knew it was something. That, my first thought was The Rock. That The Rock came back, whatever. And then when I started watching it, and, and, and throughout Raw, you're hearing the, o- the Olay chants. And I'm just like, oh, no way. No fucking way. And then when the whole thing happened and John Cena came out and the cut, a really good promo, by the way, because everybody fucking hated him. And then he kind of won them over towards the end. John Cena is like my second favorite wrestler right now. Go on. He's Yeah, he <laughs> did a really good job on the mic. And I was like, shit. And then when he called for the challenger, my only gripe, I wish he would have just come straight out. Instead, they had Bret Hart come and be like, ah, this is a guy that I don't even fucking know because I physically can't remember people. Whatever. <laughs> he Slater come out, too. Oh, uh, yeah, and then he Slater came out. Just, also, I was like, Shut, get, get to him already. Come on. Thank, thank you, Twitter, for the barrage of Bret Hart physically can't blank tweets that we received. <laughs> it's just sort of a movement, man. If there's two things this podcast is going to be known for, it's that Bret Hart physically can't do things, and Bob Backlund is fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, and one last um, thing also before Augie wraps his deal up. Um, when Bret Hart did come out, I was just like, at first, I was like, what are we doing here? And then I was like, well, he has been a U.S. title holder before. My, so. two, my two thoughts were, all right, here comes Sandow's Bret Hart. Or did, like, he finally figure his shit out and he's going to try to work this match? <laughs> like, <laughs> for a half second, I'm like, sure, whatever. Just, you know, to have him die in the ring, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, okay, I'm, you're going to react. But here's my question as you tell what happened. Just answer this at some point. Was it bigger than The Rock coming back the first time for you? Oh, fuck. Okay. Shit. I didn't even think about that. It was at least equivalent because I did get all fucking... By the way, I have my own bedroom, but I still did, did that whole silent scream of like, yeah! <laughs> did you scare your dog? <laughs> <laughs> he did look at me weird. Um, <laughs> okay. But, no, I got fucking giddy, and of course it was like at 1 o'clock in the morning, so everyone here is sleeping. I'm like, I can't tell anybody. I just got to sit here and fucking bottle up all this excitement. This fucking sucks. Um... He came out. I didn't know he fucking murdered his arm just, you know, coming out. <laughs> just just being excited about the moment. <laughs> Which sucks. That had to be a huge fucking... Uh. It sucks because we used to shit on Orton all the time for fucking tearing his shoulder out by, like, pounding on the mat. And now, like, one of our favorite guys just did it just by being excited. Yeah, but he th- that's, like, to come out like that and everybody's like, I mean, the pop. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, well, so, also... like, you gotta be on cloud nine. Yeah, and he also apparently he's had problems with that shoulder recently so it's not like it wasn't something that just came out of nowhere it, it was probably just something re-aggravated that you know him being so excited didn't help but then he worked a great 20 minute match afterwards so yeah. it was fun yeah i'm sure if you've never been exposed to sammy Zayn before you were still impressed yeah, yeah i mean and- it, it definitely wasn't the best match those two could probably have together or will have or will have together but, but it de- I- Go ahead, Augie. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, but I was saying, like, I, I went through, like, a roller coaster of emotions because at first, like, he, you know, he comes in and you're just like, cool. And he does a few spots. He does the bouncing off the ropes and this and that. Cool. Which he almost botched, by the way, because he didn't land it 100% right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but then I, like, realized, like, he's not going to beat Cena. Like, they're not going to hand him the U.S. title. This sucks. Like, he's going to have to lose and then it's going to squash everything until he kicked out of the AA. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. I think. Nowadays, like it's still uh, since the U.S. Open Challenge started, I think the only person that hasn't kicked out of it was Kane, 
which is which just brought a ridiculous smile to my face. Number one, but uh, but number two, like it, everyone's doing it, but you still. I also have a level of expectation of who can and cannot kick out of it. Yeah, I thought as soon as he hit Sammy, I'm like, okay, yeah, is the NXT guy getting his debut? Got to pay your dues. You got to lay down for an A, and then he kicked out. I'm like, okay, that's a really good sign. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that to me was like, you know, you're not gonna beat Cena, but. You're gonna be around. Not not even as good of a sign as Neville last night, because Neville fucking basically was gonna win that match clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is which is really good for him, um, and also kicked out of the AA. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel really bad for Wade Barrett too. But Neville should have won King of the Ring. Like, no, nah, it's alright, man. Neville, let Wade Barrett look stupid in a cape and crown. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Rich, you felt this sound like you were trying to say something. Uh, a lot of people will sometimes shit on like how frequently finishers will get kicked out of, but as far as the AA goes, like I think it's all right because we've had like <laughs> ten plus years of it being a pretty fucking finishing finisher. Uh, you know, with the exception of like guys he was in heated, heated, heated feuds with, and now with him, you know, I know they that they were kind of leaning towards recasting Cena as like this old dog now. Um, but you know, and they, I guess they've kind of come back from that, but yeah, fuck that. I want Cena in Bola. I mean, well, that's the thing is he's perhaps like the, I think I said this last night. He's like the breakout star of the year so far. <laughs> <laughs> like I want the Cena to be world champion. <laughs> they, they oh, tricked us. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. I have a few things. Cause like, all right. So back to the AA thing, like I'm fine with like, these much younger guys not being as affected by an AA because they have more stamina. They have probably felt more devastating maneuvers. Um, I'm, I'm cool with that. And to me, that makes sense to me. Um, you know, if only there was three guys that, you know, are talking throughout the show to, to kind of help that make sense to other people. Uh, now, <laughs> as far as what Cena is doing in the ring right now, it's like, could they have, Feasibly done this whole, like, give him the U.S. title and just have him have great matches. Could they feasibly done that, like, five years ago? Ten years ago? Oh, not ten. Like, seven? They could have done this with the world title every time. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't, because, like, because, uh, because, because rules. Politics are, and, yeah, whatever that problem was last night. It's the politics and the guys who drive the Cadillacs, man. Yeah, you could have. I mean, and that's probably <clears> exactly <throat> what they were going to do with Daniel Bryan, which we'll get to in a minute. Um... But it's, I think it's the the right place at the right time for, for ever for all things considered. Because also, because also you a, consider that it was a possibility this was going to be the main title as well, and you don't even have that because you still have Rollins on TV as the champion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I all I know is this is making for a very good act of Cena's career. Yes, it is. Tope, haven't heard from you in a while. I was just going to say, anyone who hates Cena now, it's just like an engraved, just hate sensor. It's like, no matter what he does, you're going to hate him. So those people don't count because he's been wrestling incredibly from everything I've seen. Also, I like the fact that he's beaten more people now, but people are more okay with him. Because at least he wasn't wrestling like every night when he was like the world champion. But he's just beating people and people are like, oh, he's wrestling good matches. Well, because it's... It's it's an inherent story now of he's he's not dominating the show. He gets his segments, 
and it's the it's a good segment. He wrestles a good match. He's building prestige to people that need prestige. He's giving prestige to a title that needs prestige. He's doing everything right, and this is going to end with him putting somebody over, um, which leads to my question because I think a lot of people thought that somebody like Sammy would be the end game for this, would be a guy debuting and taking it off of Cena. Um, a lot of people thought it was going to be Finn that was in that same position. I almost feel like you can't do that now because you already had somebody like from NXT come up and do it. I, I want to be wrong, but where does everyone kind of see this going? Like where, like where? Well, if, if you guys are saying there, okay, okay look, because again, you guys talk about the U.S. title and the IC title like it's a thing, and because maybe back in the day it was a thing, but like. Since I've been a fan, or like recently, whatever, it's always just been like a, a thing, like it kind of like a, you know what I mean? Like it's like it's I, I don't use the same fucking whatever, uh, but it's it's just yeah. not a big deal. You guys for you been, yeah back for you, in the day used to be a big thing for you. yeah for you is that oh that thing Dean Ambrose carried around for six months for some reason yeah nobody gives a shit it's like yeah who's the IC champion now all right fucking cool yeah give me fucking five points on him fuck it you know what I mean right <clears throat> it's not the same so I think if you're if what you're saying is that Cena's building it up again then yeah don't give it to a new guy because that'll fucking maybe knock it back down a peg. It's interesting thought uh any anybody like with that thought or against that thought i'm i'm not against that thought i think that thought could be interesting to yeah like if we see as the next u.s maybe not directly from cena but in you know one or two title holders from cena it'd be like orton is the u.s title holder yeah exactly orton does something for that title Whereas, like, Orton, I don't think, does anything positive for the WWE title uh, at this point in his career. So, Anybody who's, biggest... like, just gotten out of the main title picture, I think, or can be in it at any time. Sorry, go ahead, Rich. Well, and then, again, you know, the, the, the natural line of thought is to think, like, all right, well, they're going to use all of this prestige that everything has built to put somebody over. And, and that's all well and good, but my biggest fear is that they do that in a way where they're still protecting, quote unquote, protecting Cena, That's, and it's yeah. like a shitty win. Like it should have, like if it's gonna be done, it should have been done exactly how it looked like it was gonna happen last night with Neville. Yeah, like that's one, two, three, clean, shake hands, cool. You're the champion. Then Cena goes and does whatever else. Yeah, because the two things with Cena that Cena has to 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 give someone else is right now his run with the U.S. title, and that's something that you can kind of build at any any point really, um, and him tapping out. And right. like, you know, like the streak, once that's gone, it's gone. So, yeah, um, I just hope they don't fucking just piss it away. By having like Seamus beat him or something. Or either by having someone like Seamus beat him or by like having, you know, someone else beat like, him. But it'd like, be like yeah. because of interference or just be yeah. somehow. Or yeah, or if like, yeah, like you call up somebody like just still have like you call up Tyler Breeze to do it. And, like, he's the one that beats him, but, like, he hits him with the fucking phone or does something underhanded or has, like, Rusev come in and help him. Like, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It needs to be on the up and up. Because otherwise, what's the point? We got great John... We got enough matches for a new John Cena DVD compilation. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Uh, for me... Now we know the whole reasoning behind the entire thing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Gotta make more money. Gotta Gotta sell more DVDs. Tope, go ahead. I was saying, for me, it's one of two things. Actually, I thought originally it was going to be 
him and Daniel Bryan and maybe do like a title versus title thing, build them up congruently and just make one of because you don't need IC in US. Right. But honestly, I'd like them I like them to do something where it is like a Sammy or Neville and he goes to the challenge and he loses and then like a few weeks pass he goes back and he loses again and then eventually he's like okay this is your last time pay-per-view match and he finally wins like build a storyline out of it because it's when Cena has a pay-per-view match you know Rusev is going to you know be there so you know he's not going to lose it for a pay-per-view so make something out of it yeah um now to go back to Sammy they still haven't given us any word on to what's going to happen at the fucking live special I'm going to be live at. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, you're welcome for Hideo Tommy's hurt shoulder as well. Uh, oh, yeah, Augie, you probably don't know. So Sammy's hurt, but also Hideo's hurt. He'll probably be out six to eight months. <sighs> Just as he's hitting his stride. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Fuck. So fucking pro- Tensai putting them through way too strenuous <laughs> training. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, bring back the mod, huh? <laughs> uh, no. So, yeah, so hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, if I had to bet anything, he'll at the very least work the match with Owen at the special. <clears throat> and then maybe take time off. Pretty much my thought was that after this live special, like, he's done with NXT. There's nothing else for him to do unless they really want to drag that storyline out, which I'm fine with. I'm not going to complain about. But, you know, the the thing with Cena being like his soft call up and then after the live special kind of start working towards like the permanent call up. But, um, uh, yeah, NXT is great. <laughs> Still. Topa, are you finally watching it like like full time i just it's hard to watch something every week and it makes me feel bad because of the sasha banks thing i feel like (laughs) it's it's hard i'll I'll, I'll try to keep up yeah (laughs) don't use that word (laughs) yeah don't say it's kind of hard i'll try to keep up when you're referring to sasha banks (laughs) it's just really frustrating i just really want to and i want to and i just can't and it's tough (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah augie you're still you're still rocking and rolling yeah i might be an episode behind um but yes i'm still caught up and rich I, rich i don't even have to ask you i'm on top of it bro i'm on top of everything man uh there was something i was gonna ask you specifically and i forget what it was oh that's what it was uh uh what is everyone's thoughts about alex riley cutting a promo in front of a picture of himself in his own house <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the fuck out of here like he's he's whole, oh my god he's so bad dude you know what he did okay nope until, <laughs> he did okay until the first match and then once he lost to kevin owens and didn't go away i'm just like oh my god go this away might be like the second year anniversary of me saying this but i'm gonna say it again anyway happy second yeah. year anniversary alex riley is a certain shade of shit <laughs> <laughs> God, he's fucking terrible. Because that's what the universe wants. <laughs> or whatever his fucking promo was. God, I hate him so much. Uh, is, is them buying time because Zane is hurt? Well, no, those, those that was taped like weeks ago. Everything you're seeing has been done before Sammy even got hurt. Oh, that's right. This so so they, they put into post the, the thing about him getting hurt. 
just to give them some wiggle room in case whatever the diagnosis is, they can run from there. Because um, the show is supposed to be Owens and Sammy, Finn, Hideo, and Tyler Breeze for the number one contender, which they could always just make a one-on-one. Or if Sammy's hurt, they can make the winner of that just fight Owens that night. Uh, Sasha and Becky, which they might just want to make the main event at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> and much. Then, uh, and then uh, Blake and Murphy against Endzone Cass, uh, which oh, I, I want to I want to be there live for that for that win, but I'm I don't think it's happening yet. Yeah, um, you don't think? Nah, because I do. I said it however many months ago. Carmella's gonna turn on them. That's fine, but nobody gives three shits about Blake and Murphy. <laughs> What about four shits? <laughs> Fucking horror. I don't care about them. Like Enzo, I don't know. There's a whole new, I don't know. I think they've earned it, Enzo and Big Cass. Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll admit they're not the best wrestlers in the world, but they're making it work. Uh, remind me to mention something for the E60 thing in a second. And then also, of course, the match of the century, Rhino and Baron Corbin. Mm. Uh, did anybody else watch the E60 no. uh, on NXT? I did not. Oh, Tope? I haven't yet. Take the time to watch that, the the actual special, and then they had two extras online. One that was on Tyler Breeze and one that was on Colin Cassidy. And you get to see how close they were to cutting Colin Cassidy. Um, Who's that? What? Who's God Colin damn it, Cass- Augie. <laughs> ca- 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 Big Cass. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Really? You don't know the difference between Big Cass and Colin Cassidy? No, that's not his real name. God damn it. That's not his real name. It's his, his, it's his original wrestling name. Well, I wasn't there when he was the original wrestler. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so watch all of it. It's it's really, really good. Um, and yeah, they've like found like the right people to cover. And it'll really make you just fall in love with Leo Kruger. And I'm refusing to call him Adam Rose anymore. Just... It's it's really 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 good. Everyone everyone should take time to watch it. Um, all right, so we covered Sammy Zayn. We got Augie subject. What does everyone else want to talk about? I'm, it's an open floor. This is a, this is like a town hall meeting. Can I uh, jump on this? Uh oh. Yep. Oh, uh, because it makes people feel so good that today is a new day. <laughs> everyone, you fucking marks are on my side. <laughs> I told you you'd love them. And that's not to you three. That's to everyone. I know. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm just as guilty. They're What's so their gimmick? Good. What is their gimmick? Entertainment. Their, their, <laughs> gimmick, their gimmick is antagonizers. Yeah. Their gimmick is making Bo Dallas cry in the back because it's basically his shtick. They stole his kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, somebody said online today, which I really liked, uh, not a fantasy book you often like, but like everyone wants him to be like the new nation. Okay, let's go that route, but let's just put Bo Dallas in them, like Owen Hart, and he's just trying to do everything they're doing anyway. Because <laughs> he just fits with them. And he's just like, hey, yeah, I can do this too. And they just hate him. But yeah, no, Tope, you were uh, you were right. They just so, like, I just. I never watch backstage Fallout, but when they're on, I'm just like, let me watch this video and then just nonsense promos mm-hmm. where, it, and I love the gimmick where they just trade belts every promo, so they're all holding one every like five seconds. It's great. I I I love New Day, and I'm glad they were given a chance. 
I want to go on record as saying that I have I never I was always holding out hope. I but just you want to be there. But you understand why people didn't hold out hope, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Because <laughs> the the raw I went to in February, the last thing I remember doing before I got like a hundred and two degree fever was starting the New Day Sucks chant. <laughs> but it was it was not because of them. It was because of what they were being fucking forced to do without any thought into how it will be perceived or thought into, is it good? No, but which, now, go ahead, Toby. Just so I say, which I'm happy that happened because if people didn't turn on them, they would still be doing what they're doing now. But like on main event, true, absolutely. And now they're getting like ten to fifteen minutes a show to like wrestle and <laughs> be fucking great. This is what they should be doing. Hey, how about that Kofi Kingston that can never turn heel? He's, he's the best. He might be the yeah. best of those three. Uh... He might be the best of those three. <laughs> they could, could make against... a good case for all of them. That's what I was about to say that. Anytime you brought up Biggie, Biggie, he could be the best of those three. And Xavier Woods is like the best of those three. <laughs> that we've ever yeah. In terms of the actual character, I think he's because they don't let him wrestle. Um, he's been the best. Uh, which reminds me, just thinking about them. So they're they're getting a two out of three falls match at a uh, at payback. But uh, Augie, uh, you probably don't know. There's a second pay per view this month. Yeah. I uh, just saw a commercial for it, like, on regular TV, and uh, I was like, what? I got to do Pick'ems again? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you haven't done Pick'ems yet, but <laughs> you do Pick'ems this Sunday, and then we skip a week, and then there's Elimination Chamber. Cool. You know, whatever. Uh, now, <laughs> now, of course, Elimination Chamber is not going to be available on pay-per-view providers. It's just going to be a network exclusive um, for the second free month in a row of the WWE Network. I'm just going to start creating random email accounts so I can get the network free every month. My question is, so we, we are going to count that for Pick'ems because it is still a special event. Should we, or what is everyone's thoughts on starting to include NXT specials into Pick'ems? Oh, I can actually do those now. <laughs> oh. yeah. Now, I'm not going to lie. I was going to pitch this without Augie. <laughs> we were, I was going to collude like a motherfucker <laughs> it's like Augie has the advantage there but there's normally about five confirmed matches so we normally don't have to tiptoe around like is there going to be like a possibility to do it um, I'm fine either way I will leave it up to a vote if we want to start them on this on this upcoming show next week uh, I've been Toying around with the idea of proposing that for a little while anyway, so I would be in favor of it. Because also, it's only going to be, I think, four a year, so it's just four extra shows. Um, so that's a, a yay from Rich. Tope. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's all we need. I mean, well, I'm saying the worst punishment is, oh no, I have to watch NXT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what And uh, Widden, who obviously is not here, you're outvoted if you say no. Uh, I vote no. No, I'm fucking with you. Augie <laughs> <laughs> already has his picks for that done. <laughs> yeah, let's do them now. Augie is done. Um, all right, cool. 
right, Rich, what do you wanna what do you wanna what do you wanna blast about? Um well, I went to a wrestling show this past weekend. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh got invited out to the uh, Resistance Pro show uh out in Summit, Illinois. Uh the you may know that as the company that Billy Corgan used to own. Um until he went to a company that has even more financial straits. Uh, <laughs> and uh but yeah. Uh, it was a fun show. Uh, I brought uh, our friends Spencer and Rudy. Uh, it was both of their first live wrestling shows, and they had they had a blast. Good. Uh, they Spencer was literally asking me last night, like, so are we going to that J- June twentieth show? I'm like, first, I'm going to see if I can get us tickets to Chikara, and then we might go to the other show. Yeah, take um, him to fucking Chikara. Yeah, that show's already sold out. The Chikara show in Chicago. That show's been sold out for weeks now. Jesus. Yeah. So how did they sell those like like, 200 tickets so fast? Sorry, that was a cheap (laughs) shot at Chikara. (laughs) I'm going to have to try to like scalp tickets or something. I don't know what I'm going to do because I really want to go to that show because it's actually in the fucking city. Whereas all the other shows around here in Chicagoland. Check on. I could have swore I saw somebody like on Reddit like that was selling them. I will search that out. Um, Anyway. uh, Yeah. Saw some saw some pretty good matches. Saw some uh, 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 good young talent. I saw uh, Buddy Roberts Jr. Uh, uh, take on um, basically an Irishman Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Uh, he just, dude, homeboy just came out doing like shots of Jameson. It was pretty fucking dope. Nice. Um, and yeah, uh, saw, saw Yabo the Clown. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, can you say it one more time for me? Saw Yabo. Saw Yabo the Clown. Yeah, man. She's got Yabos. What is that from? <laughs> is that Rookie of the Year? <laughs> I don't think so. It may have been like no, it's Hocus Pocus. Oh, oh, Hocus Pocus. Okay. What do you call it, Max? Yabos. But yeah, so that was an interesting match. Uh, And then uh, after intermission was uh, Cole Cabana and Shug D, which all the times that we've seen Cole Cabana and met him, uh, first time I've seen him wrestle. Yep. uh, Turns out he's a really good wrestler. (laughs) Um, And yeah. It's got a great shtick, everything like that. They had a really good match. Wrestle to a draw. Now to what I really want to talk about. Uh-oh. The main event of Crazy Mary Dobson and Tessa Blanchard. That's a good main event. That's a, that was a fucking great main event. And I, I, does anyone know exactly how long Tessa Blanchard has been wrestling for? Uh, for those of you that don't know, and I don't know why I'm clarifying this for Augie because he's not going to know who her fucking dad is either. But um, Tully Blanchard's daughter, I think for only like a couple years. Yeah, she's going to get signed soon. Yeah, she already's had like a tryout, I thought. Yeah, she's going to get signed real fucking soon. And refresh my page. Yeah, she just got signed. Because <laughs> uh, she, uh, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, and I, I think I've said this before on the show, but I'd like to correct myself in saying that in person, she doesn't look nearly as much like her father. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like really up close to her, yeah. And it was like, let me, yeah. let me be, let me be the judge of this. Hold on, let me. Ugh, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, like up close because I forgot that she was like on the card, going to be at the show. So like, I saw her. It was also all right. This is also a weird story. Uh, but like after I uh, uh, promoted Pod Slam in the ring, uh, the ring announcer Andres was like, "Oh, go over, set up on at the tables." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> So was Wait, like you've you got an indie table. merch table? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do? 
Uh, pretty good. One guy came up and uh, uh, at Wrestle One is actually his Twitter. And he's just like, oh, you're from Podswoggle? I'm like, yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah. Listen, you guys just uh, just followed. All right. I'm like, cool. All right. This is weird. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Um, so you worked you worked an indie merch table. That is wonderful. But not like you weren't selling shirts for like fucking Rob Fury. You were just yeah. fucking handing out flyers. Yeah, I was I was I I cut a promo and then I I handed out flyers at my indie merch table. Uh and then uh but yeah, so I saw Tessa like walk by and I had one of those, you know, moments where I was like, who's that? That's a good you looking know? lady. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And like it, it didn't even hit me like, oh, there's Tully's kid. No. It's like, damn. And then she wrestled and she was fucking great. And and Mary Dobson's fucking great. She was just on NXT recently. Um and and did well on there. Um, yeah, just <laughs> really good. Good. Um, thank you for all the ammunition for the draft in August. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, was the ring so? That was the second ring you've ever been in, right? Yes, correct. Who? Uh, just <clears throat> just for the record's sake, and I'll say it too. Who is the <laughs> only wrestler we've been in the ring with, uh, Rich? Bo Dallas. Okay, good. Just won that on the record. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, every picture I see of her, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Tully Blanchard. But then, like, I look from, like, the neck down. I'm like, never mind. She pretty much wears the same ring gear that Summer Rae does, but she makes that look good. Oh, no! <laughs> it's, it's still, you're still in the infancy of it. We're like, Tope knows if he mentioned. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff from Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. It's Garrett Bischoff who Tope has three facts about. So he goes to Niagara Falls because he's in Niagara. He eats Chipotle with his bare fist and his brother is dead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, he knows better. But you, I, on the other hand, don't. So, Here's some array with three historical facts. Go in the other room and get some array so we can get three historical facts. Alright, hold on. Hey. Hey, Summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a part of me thinks you've learned ventriloquism. <laughs> you didn't move. Do it from that distance from now on. Hey, hey, sorry. Actually, you can stay there, Summer. <laughs> well, no, maybe not. Just because yeah. it's kind of hard to All make right. you out. All right, All right, here's the mic. Go ahead and sit down. Okay. Hi, boys. Hey, hey, Summer. No one else ever says hi to her. Say hi to Summer Ray, everyone. Hey, Summer. Hi, Summer. <laughs> 
There's more of you. Yeah, there's, there's more of us. <laughs> uh, would you just think those laughs were in your head? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, well, it's, we're recording, and uh, we want three more historical facts, but I'm always the one that comes up with the ideas. Uh, Tope, what three historical facts do you want Summer Rae to tell you? Uh, I, <laughs> uh, give me three historical facts about uh, charity. Just the different yeah. charities history. Three historical facts about charity. Go. <laughs> the first charitable donation was given by Archimedes on his charitable. <laughs> Jerry Lewis is a pervert. <laughs> and you can see Potswoggle live at the Bug House Theater on May 23rd from noon to midnight at Pod Slam 15, a podcast marathon for Connor's Cure. Go to givetochildrens.org slash podslam15 for more information. Yeah, that'll help our cause. Uh, (laughs) And actually, Summer, you're going to be there live, right? I am not sure yet. (laughs) Technically, technically, that was a future historical fact. So I still owe you one more historical fact. About charity. Reset. <laughs> but not all the way to the beginning. <laughs> all the proceeds that Daniel Day Lewis made from my left foot went to his right foot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Summer Rae. Make sure to clear your schedule. I'd really like to see you out there. I'm finished. I, I, I know. I'd like to see you when I come up to Chicago on the 23rd of May. So clear your schedule so we can so, we, so you can be at Podslam, okay? I don't ever make a promise. Okay, that's, I guess that's good. I'm sure Augie wants to meet you, too. Augie's going to be there. Yeah. Augie, you've done worse. Shut up. Who's Augie? <laughs> <laughs> I just made fun of you and you're laughing at it. <laughs> Alright, so Murray, go go back uh, go back to what you were doing. I was filling up jars. That sounds good Bye. to me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. Why was she filling up jars, Rich? Huh? Why was she filling up jars? I felt weird asking her. I'd rather ask you. If she's if she doesn't do something like at all times, like she would just be. I wouldn't. She'd be. She'd be on the podcast full time if she wasn't just just menial tasks. You know. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's like. Uh, uh, oh, it's not like this at all. Actually, I was going to say like from the master, like go touch the wall. No, no go touch the other wall. <laughs> no. But it's not like that at all. Actually. No. Uh, all right, so uh, what, what else? What else in the world of wrestling do we want to talk about? I, I, I don't know if there's been. Oh well, I mentioned I want to talk about Daniel Bryan. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I want to bring this down, but um, 
don't know what you're talking about bringing it down. Daniel Bryan may never wrestle again. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened now? He woke up. <laughs> That's what fucking happened. He woke Technic up. Troy Aikman. He Jesus. really is. He's making Christian look like fucking evil Knievel. Like, but here's the thing. Like, he's getting a bad rap just because of the last year and a half, which sucks. Like, he he didn't have any issue before this. Uh, he had a period in ROH at the end of his title run where he separated his shoulder. He worked a match with fucking Kenta, which was brilliant. You know what? The, you know what kind of strategy in the match was? Kick him as hard as he can in the shoulder, and that's what they fucking did. Um, and they took time off, but then when he kept coming back, he had his fucking retina detached. And well, that's a fluke. That's a that's a freak thing. You can't put that on him. Yeah, but then he would do matches with Nigel McGuinness where they just headbutt each other over and over and fucking over again for like five minutes. Like he worked a stupid independent wrestling style, which just goes to show once again, hey, fuck you, John Laurinaitis, for not signing these guys when they were killing each other. Yeah. Well, that also combined with like, just how fucking grueling the schedule is of of being in the WWE, you know? Like, you're working... How many days a week do you work? Like, four days a week? Yeah. Whereas, like, the indie schedule, you work, like, maybe... Maybe two nights a week? Yeah. Normally, probably three. Yeah. And so, like... I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's, like, more like, what? Like, four or five? And sometimes you do double shots in the WWE as well? Yeah, it depends. I mean... I just, Tope, I hate to say we've seen this story before. <sighs> yeah, it's, you know, oh, no, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't, like, put him in a fucking ladder match as soon as he comes back. That wasn't a great idea. I think that's something that upset me the most. So it's a little bit of him, a little bit of them, is I put him in a ladder match, sure, but you don't have to do the headbutt spot. Stop. No. Why is he? And then, uh, then he did it the next night against Ziggler again. <laughs> and then he did it like the next night against Sheamus. Yeah. Which he the headbot spot with Ziggler was so stupid. Ziggler's starting to wear mascara. <laughs> no one else, did anybody else see that on Raw last night? Yeah. He's yeah, wearing fucking it. mascara with a stupid jean. He looks like one of the holograms in that new gem movie. And now I sound like an old man because I'm calling it that gem movie when I goddamn know it was a cartoon. <laughs> But I, I was more so. I want to make sure you got the reference, Topa. I was reference. I was referencing Edge, Topa. Yeah. I, I, why would you do that? <laughs> oh. Now here's the thing: we never had to make Edge physically can't jokes like Bret Hart. But I feel like we're close to Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's it's just it's gonna suck. It's conceivably how much longer if they can't fucking let Corey Graves wrestle anymore for like. A couple of concussions. How the fuck can you try Daniel Bryan out there anymore? I think a lot of that goes into what Tope alluded to was adapting your style. I, you know, you, you see basketball. Here, we're just talking about basketball. You see basketball players do it all the time. Yeah. And they adapt their game at, to become just as effective, if not more so, than they were if they were younger and more aggressive. Um, Austin's talked about this on his podcast yes. with I think it was Wade Austin's, Butler. 
Austin's probably the best example. Austin's one hundred percent the best example in that he worked a technical style, was a great hand in the ring, broke his neck, became a brawler with six moves. But he got to that point where he could do that because the crowd loved him so much. All they wanted to see was middle fingers, punches, the Fez press, and the stunner. Daniel Bryan is at that point. He can yeah. get away with doing the yes kicks, doing the the flip in the corner, doing the the knee, doing the the yes lock. He can do it, but he just refuses to. And if he still wanted to to cater to the 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 wrestling fans, like you could still mat wrestle just fine. Yeah. Very impressively, probably, in fact. You don't have to take stupid German suplexes from Luke Harper on your fucking neck. You don't have to do the corner dropkick spot where you always land on your shoulder. Like, you have to switch shit up. But I I think he's at the point where, like, he might just not... Like, of course he cares, but he realizes, like, how much of a rope he has left. And he's like, well, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. And And... Uh, him and Bree might want to have a child, so he'll have to carry that kid, and you know, they'll figure out a way. Basically, is what I'm saying to Junior uh, Daniel Bryan. No, oh, absolutely. Um, any, any anybody else on Daniel Bryan? I think we, I think we sufficiently depressed everything. <clears throat> we might be able to pick it back up. Oh no, I already did three facts. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> you're out of gimmicks, you're asshole. Damn it, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, what else? Are you, oh. Anything you're curious about that you've been missing? Nope. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for politely muting while the while you watched the Cavs game. Uh, I saw a picture. Uh, why am I gonna bring up TNA? <sighs> Stupid me. Um, hey, hey, I will bring up one thing. Maybe we're very close to EC3 being TNA champion, or his first loss is gonna be to Kurt Angle. Or maybe I want to see EC3. Somewhere where I can fucking see him. Uh, I, love, I, I love who had, when did they start? Who had like six months for Destination America having buyer's remorse? <laughs> Not even, right? Because they started in January? Uh, yeah, I think it, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't remember the exact time. God. But you know what? It's okay, man. Hey, this past week. Roderick Strong drove Chris Hero out to Universal to get some churros, and they happened to that's, backstage. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> was, was Chris Hero? Yeah, Chris Hero and Roderick. And they just, uh, the Pope is back. Tope, remember you took the Pope in like the third round of a draft a couple years ago. He's a superstar. He's still wrestling and punk isn't, so who's the real winner in this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No, I'm going to I'm going to try. I, I bet you CM Punk had a match more recently. Grant, I'm going off a pro fight DB, so the Pope might have been uh, What the fuck? Does Elijah Burke? <laughs> Did they really bring him back? Yeah, like he, I don't, he might just be a commentator though. I don't know. Cuz remember as, Josh as Matthews has been calling shows by himself. Yeah. Uh Okay, cuz when you when like when you first said the Pope, my mind immediately went to the the most recent picture I've seen of uh, of Pope Francis, because as you may or may not know, big fan of this current Pope. <laughs> so the most recent picture I've seen of Pope Francis was with the Harlem Globetrotters spitting a ball on his finger. Right. Uh, so that's what I thought you were talking about. I'm like, hell, all right. Now, if, if TNA's bringing in the, the actual Pope, I'll fucking try to get Destination America. No, he, uh, the, the Elijah Burke wrestled November of 2014 shit. He lost the triple threat match to Sanjay Dutt. Carlito was the other wrestler. 
Oh, God. So, um, but yeah, so so technically, Tope, you're right. <laughs> it doesn't... I'm right in that he's wrestled more recently, but I'm wrong in that he's a real winner in that situation. You know, you know what sucks is that uh, I think D'Angelo De Niro would beat him in a UFC fight <laughs> because <laughs> he was like a fucking Golden Gloves boxer. Uh, have we? Um, have we? This, I don't think we exhausted t- our topics. I think so. I mean, I knew this was going to be a very long podcast. Tope, were you going to bring up something else earlier or? Just a triple threat match on Sunday. That, that's all I had. What triple threat match? Oh. <laughs> triple threat world title Damn it, match. you got me again. <laughs> Fucking, you got me again. Um, Jordan exploding. <laughs> it was so sad to see Ambrose DDT Roman Reigns. It was like, no. That that got me a little bit, too. Oh, it's um, like the two, the two things that got me the most was Mad Men on Sunday and that. <laughs> like, uh... Yep, we still got to talk about Mad Men. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I mean, you and I could talk about it, but yeah, I know. Um, but I am curious to hear your take on this last week's episode. Uh, but this isn't about that. Uh, one last thing before we move on to anything else, because I saw that report about that one NXT dude with the big old hands, Dylan Mile. Is that his name? Yeah, Dylan Miley. The next uh, Miley. The next freak show. Yeah, like what's the because like. Fucking Lesnar flew down to train with him. I don't know if that was true or not. Um, but yeah, some guy they had like open tryouts. This guy showed up looking like the fucking old Spanish angel. Uh, he's just a weird, freaky looking dude with giant ass hands. And he has like a ridiculous vertical as well. And apparently he's green as shit, but they just love the love his look, love his promos, and think he can really be something. Hmm. So, I mean. Maybe Lesnar did do it. I, I don't know. But yeah, this guy is uh, this guy's terrifying. Just picture him with Sasha Banks, and it's just like, no, get away from him. What are you... <laughs> and she's dressed like the Joker anyway. It's like, but no, still get away from him. He's going to hurt you. <laughs> and here's a picture of uh, Braun Stoneman, this guy, and uh, Kenta at a Whataburger. I just want to go to a Whataburger with Hideo. Oh, what? Oh, man. How much do you think a Whataburger blew his mind? <laughs> Uh, probably as much as the what a catch was uh, blowing the mind of the woman at the Whataburger we ordered it at that one time. <laughs> much less the second one. <laughs> Is that the fish sandwich? A quote from a Whataburger employee. We got another one. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, this guy is fucking weird looking as shit. God damn. I don't even want to send pictures of this guy. <laughs> just, just out of, uh, you guys are my friends. I don't want to scare you. Um... What else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think in the world of professional wrestling news, I, there's probably like huge things we're just forgetting that we just don't feel like talking about. Uh, Rich, have you heard from Ricky Morton recently? Nah, I hear he's on the lam for like for like stealing a car or something like that. Gotcha. And I would bring Vince Russo in this, but he uh, he he shit on Sami Zayn. Uh, Oh, oh, let me me just find this. Okay, no, actually, we have to cover this. Hold on. (laughs) Uh, I thought thought we were going to get away. Nope, nope. So, Augie, uh, Vince Russo recently. um, You know our old friend Vince Russo. I heard of him. Uh, Where is he even writing this? On (laughs) ChairShotReality.com. God, what is that? Did his website ever sell? (laughs) No. Uh, he had some crazy ass article about how Sami Zayn is not a star. Oh fuck that guy! Let me. Well, actually, I'm gonna have you discuss it with him here in a second. Uh, 
he he wrote a blog trashing Raw. Uh, the only reason fans enjoyed the show is because they wanted to quote mark out for former NXT champion Sami Zayn. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's. I think we can just have him uh, go over a few more of those fucking uh, highlights of the article. Uh, oh, you know, I was gonna have him read it, maybe. Uh, no, no, no. Let's get him. I want to hear Vince debate Sami Zayn with with Augie. Okay. So All tell right. me a little bit more. I mean, tell us a little bit more about what. <laughs> Here's part of the blog. Everybody is running to the defense of WWE, claiming that Raw was a great show on Monday night. Why, of course, in all capital letters, was it a great in their opinion? Simply because an NXT wrestler that they all bark out for, Sami Zayn, made his surprise appearance in the WWE's premiere show. I can only imagine when Sami got introduced by Bret Hart and came out as a surprise through the Raw entrance to the internet wrestling community is was the equivalent of Jesus himself showing up unannounced at the Sea of Galilee. But to the casual wrestling fan, nobody cared. To them, this was a jobber and nothing more, so they indeed turned back to hoops. Raw is a television show, and Sami Zayn is not a television star, nor will he be anytime soon. Sami is an exceptional wrestler on a wrestling show, and the only people who care about him are those diehard wrestling fans who look for five-star masses that the massive... Five-star matches that the massive... What the fuck is the massive... That the massive don't give a and then a bunch of characters about because he's a born again Christian and won't say the word shit. Uh, and then the, where I got this quote from, it's worth noting that in our raw poll, ninety three percent of our readers gave raw a thumbs up. Uh, so that's uh, just a part of his opinion on uh, on Sami Zayn. Uh, and I believe we have uh, via via his DOS system, Vince Russo is on the line. This is Podswoggle, and... Oh, shit! It's Russo! And his real-life Swerve of the Week. Hello? Uh, Hello? It... Yeah, me... we can hear you, yeah. Okay. It has not been long enough. How are you? It is great to be back here on my platform. So glad this is not that you guys have been keeping this alive <laughs> since I bought and started and founded Podswoggle.com. Still not facts. So, so, uh, so normally you brought me here probably yeah. to defend myself. Not that I've <laughs> ever had to defend myself against anything I've ever had to do in the wrestling industry, much less any purchases I may have made at a at a at a Menards. Or a cash and carry, or a, or a Kroger's, or a Piggly Wiggly. I do what I do with my life. Don't judge me. I will not defend myself. Okay, well now it's time to defend yourself against. Uh, uh, normally I'm the one that's talking to you, but look, man, I, I want yeah. you to talk to my friend Augie. Augie is the biggest Sami Zayn fan, maybe in the world, uh, or at least on this show. Um, I mean, we're all Sami fans, but I'm gonna let Augie take up the charge. Augie, introduce yourself to Vince Russo. Hey, Vince. My name's Augie. Augie, it's a pleasure to meet you. I cannot wait to have a cordial and civil conversation and discourse with our mouths. So, oh, are you gonna? Well, first of all, are you gonna be in a pod slam as well? I. Who do you think booked the thing? What pod slam? Pod slam, 2015, booked by me, Vince Russo, Vinny Rue. Vic Venom. I booked it. It was my conception. <laughs> just, just let him of have it. Of course, I'll be there at Pod Slam. 
as on the side, get a black turtleneck shirt. Um, <laughs> Augie, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to moderate this. You can have opening remarks on why Sami Zayn is a, is a television <clears throat> slash wrestling star. Well, first of all, he's just a genuinely nice guy. There's no way you cannot like the guy. Just as a whole. I mean, I, I, I when Molly, when you first showed me the uh, the NXT promos when they were trying to shit out, that was fucking one of the best ones of the night. Anyway, but then he does exciting things, Vince, and he comes out there and he gets the crowd into it, and he he gets so into it, he gets so excited that he murders his own shoulder because he's so excited to be there, and that energy goes into the crowd, and the crowd feeds off that energy, and they have an energy of their own. Nice guy. He's a nice... You know who else is a nice guy? Robert Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't see him as a television star, do you? No. No, he, he's don't. an Academy Award winning actor. I've never heard of those. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Martin Brest, who you're a big fan of, has been nominated for an Academy Award. Well, it doesn't surprise me that Martin Brest has been nominated for every award on the face of this earth. I'm pretty sure he's won a couple Wrestling Observer Awards as well because he is the greatest talent this world has ever seen. And, and he is, sir, is no, and, and Sami Zayn, sir, is no Martin Brest. This and I'll tell you something else about Sami Zayn. If you want to talk to me about Sami Zayn, tell me then why did this latest Roar get the lower, lowest <laughs> ratings? In the longest of times, sir, can I ask you, Mr. Augie Artiles? I assume that is short for Agustin Artiles. Close enough. <laughs> Where are you from? Miami, Florida. You're from Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and Sami Zayn, correct me if I am wrong, is from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. You guys are on two different ends of the spectrum, which means you don't get the rest of the world, okay? This guy comes out, coming out, dancing to scar music. <laughs> <laughs> and scar music hasn't been relevant since 1996. You know what else hasn't been relevant since 1996? You? <laughs> yeah, you? You took my answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's give you credit. Like ninety-eight. Hey, you know what? I'm not. I wasn't fishing for a compliment. But if you <laughs> teach a man to fish for a compliment, he'll get compliments for the rest of his life. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure that's how it goes. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you've you've effectively talked about the subject at all. Sammy Zane, this ginger. Who has freckly shoulders. That's the reason why he threw his shoulder out. Is he's got too many freckles concentrating on being freckles on his skin. <laughs> That's a science fact. It's not a science fact. Do you want me to get some array in here and to talk about science freckle facts? Are they historical? Because I hear that's her fourth day. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, All right. Since, now, since I'm you're... sorry. I feel like I have been hogging up yeah, all hogging. of the time. I, I tend to. To do that. No, and yeah. I'm gonna give you a lot of time right now because I want to know, Vince, because you you think you're one of the best bookers of all time, and you have the best storylines of all time, and and that may be true. Uh, so do this. If you don't like the way Sami Zayn is, fix it. What would you do to make Sami Zayn work for WWE? Give me a good storyline for him. All right, now hold on. 
And now it's time for this edition of Podswoggles. Internet stupid! I gotta stand up for this. Here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just let me know when you're done, and I think me and Tope can help you out. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> no one man can write on his own. Okay, it takes a writing team, a creative team, and then I take all the good ideas and tell people they're mine. <laughs> so, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, you have all right this latest NXT special. All right, you have it go on. And Sami Zayn, he's a little hurt, but then he comes out and he's like, "I'm still gonna fight this match." And then he comes out and he fights in the match because he's not really hurt because it's wrestling and it's all a work. So he comes out and he fights Kevin Owens, who's also from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And then at the end, they both touch each other for a little bit. They do like a little shoving contest. And then guess what? They both lay down on each other. One, two, three. Who won the belt? I don't know. We're gonna ha- where are we going to go ahead and have to settle this? Boom. Elimination Chamber, May 31st, exclusive on the WWE Network. And then you go, and they're in the chamber. And who else is in the chamber? You have, uh, you have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, okay? And then you have who else is in the chamber? Uh, 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 El Generico. Uh, <laughs> who else do you have in the chamber? Uh, uh, the rest of, 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 of uh, that group that that Kevin Owens guy was with on the indies, that Mount Rushmore. So you bring in these kids. And I don't know their names. They're kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone loosened the bolt in the elimination chamber. It collapses on them, kills them all. <laughs> what? And wrestling is safe. All right. Let, let me stand up. Vince Rizzo, you know what? I hate what you're thinking. How about this? <laughs> How about this? Sami Zayn. I, I, I like he goes to the NXT live event. He, he wrestles Kevin Owens. He's got him. He hits the halluva. Uh, uh, real quick. Sorry, not to break this up, but how how Vince Russo uh, do you say yeah, Sami look, Zayn's look, finishing I mean, move? That's another reason. Because how are you going to be a star with a move called a halluva kick? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he hits the halluva kick. One, two, three. Oh my God, Sami Zayn's champion. But little did you know that back in NXT season three, the the prize for that title was to get a title match. Caitlyn never got that original title shot from NXT season three. Caitlyn comes back out. She knocks Sami Zayn out with one of her tits. Just one of them because it's big enough. Caitlyn is the new NXT champion. Tope, what do you think? I'm loving them. Caitlyn's new champion. She's champion. What about Sami Zayn? Zayn, One Direction. AJ Harry Styles. So here's what I'm thinking. One Direction <laughs> Sable. You got... You got a Harry Styles. You got AJ Styles. You got Zayn. You got Sami Zayn. Who's the fifth man? Bobby Heenan. He's coming back. He's gonna be part of the wrestling. He goes in NXT premiere. Big match. They're fighting. They're going. They're going. Who's coming on the ramp with the original briefcase from 1995? Vince Russo, new champion. Wait, what? You just booked Vince Russo to win a title. You've got a gift, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I and you know what? This is gonna mean a lot coming from me. I didn't see that coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Tope. I think yeah. you're my new protege. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Tope, say no. <laughs> I'm gonna take I- you under my wing. I'm gonna teach you everything I had to know. What you had to know? You have to know. Oh, what did I say? 
You should have had to right. know. Like, you I don't know it, it right. anymore. Well, everything you had to know, and then we're going to forget it, and I'm going to teach you everything you have to know. Because the business change. The business changes. So we'll go over all the old greats, like Bruno San Martino and the big cat Ernie Ladd. That's been way too long. <laughs> we'll go up through the hottest era in prof- through the hottest era in professional wrestling <laughs> with The Rock, Stone Cold, guys that I forged from my own hands, and then to the future with guys like you and me. And, and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is going to lick our boots for even a mid-card title. Augie, you win the argument. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say shit. Like, you won the argument. <laughs> Mr. Russo, it was... Uh, I'd like to say it was a pleasure, but... <clears throat> but a, a little birdie called Summer Rae told me not to lie. <laughs> Do you remember when we I used to come on his show just to talk about uh, and, and, and pretend play like I was in a Barnes & Noble and stuff? Yeah, we should probably go back to that. <laughs> We need to find our roots again. We do. We do. Maybe next time, huh? <laughs> it would be a pleasure. Well, so says somebody. You have a good night, sir. You too, my friends. In the meantime, listen to Tope. I'm the one he's leaving. I'm, I'm le- he's the one I'm leaving in charge. I'm in charge of this. It's my site. <laughs> so, have a great night. And I will see you sometime. All right, show of hands. Who doesn't want to see him anymore? We're on Skype. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that'll do it. That's been this episode of Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, go to podswoggle.com. You can find all kinds of great stuff there, including this podcast and all the other podcasts in the Swoggle Network, like Married with Movies, Picked Up, and The Blank Slate. They're all available on Stitcher Radio. They're all available on iTunes. Please leave us a review. Please leave us five stars. Um, we do have the the review we've been promoting for a very long time in. It will be on the next episode of Podswoggle. Uh, I reread it, Rich, and I, I'm so excited. Was this the one that kept getting erased? Yes. He finally he, he just emailed it to us. So that'll be read on the next episode of Podswoggle. Uh, I want to hear this. It's like a halftime for our for our games. Um, of course, uh, like I said, leave us a review. You can also send us feedback at podswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Follow us on Facebook at podswoggle on Twitter, uh, podswoggle on Instagram. But more importantly, Rich, what's going on May 23rd? One more time. May 23rd, live at the Bug House Theater in Chicago, Illinois. And on podswoggle.com slash podslam is going to be the first ever podslam. 2015, well, Pod Slam, and then the year is 2015. It's a podcast marathon benefiting Connor's Cure. Uh, go to givetochildrens.org slash podslam15 for a full lineup. Prices, uh, we have packages, half-day passes, all-day passes. Buy the all-day and half-day passes because throughout the day we will be playing games, trivia games. Mullet's going to be bringing prizes from his own personal collection uh, as well as some other really cool prizes that we're working on getting and uh, uh, well, there will be auctions, but but also for the games, uh, uh, we will be pulling 
the contestants from those games uh, from the uh, all day and half day passes pass holders. Um, those those will be the uh, the the first come. Um, those will be the the first uh, pool that we will pull from for those games. Uh, but yeah, a lot of awesome shows. A lot of still crazy things that are in the works. Um, get on down if you can to Chicago, and if you can't, listen online uh, from again noon to midnight um, Central Time. Uh, and if it's East Coast, uh, that would be one p.m. to one a.m. Uh, if you're following along live with the stream at potswoggle.com slash potslam. Again, a lot of awesome shows, um, and we're raising money again for Connor's Cure. Uh, thanks to everybody who's donated already at givetochildrens.org slash potslam15. And uh, just, yeah, looking forward to getting together with my boys and just raising hell. Yes, sir. And also, uh, like Rich said, um, we're going to have a lot of awesome shows. We're going to have like an all-star show with all the podcasts that are there. Some podcasts have some uh, awesome guests, um, including some that are still not official yet that we're still working on that are going to be even awesomer, hopefully. Not to jinx anything at all, but I probably just did. Um, so be on the lookout on the Twitter, on our website, on everywhere to find out who all is going to be there because it's going to be some really, really cool stuff. Um, and the following weekend, cheer Tope on at the World Series of Poker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, you can follow Podslam on Twitter at Podslam15, on Facebook, Podslam Podcast Marathon, and uh, again, the donation site as well. All right. Anything else? Augie, any last thoughts? Uh, I'm starting to think about it. and it, I, Maybe I'm the one that's cursed uh, based on my favorite wrestlers and everything because Daniel Bryan probably going to be gone. Sami Zayn, Hurt, The Rock is in San Andreas. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jericho looks like leather. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> Kane and Heath Slater are as healthy as ever. <laughs> but, well, and Johnny Mundo is probably doing the best work of his career. Well, that one I missed. Okay, that one I gotta get. Yeah. You had to write the first time all along. <laughs> and I just refreshed my page. He's back with Molina. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Hey, that's so evil. Nobody says. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Rich, any last thoughts? No. All right. I'm. All my thoughts are, are is, is Podslam. Like you could have also just say that for my final thoughts. Because I got nothing. I got nothing. My mind can think of nothing else. When this when Podslam's over, Rich will resume being funny. Except for the next time, uh, the day after when I'm thinking of Podslam 2016. You're sick. Tope, last thoughts. Uh, apologies to Sasha Banks, and most importantly, <laughs> is every fall of the uh, New Day match gonna have a different duo of wrestlers? Because that'd I be hope awesome. So. It should be the best, fr- the best free bird, free bird rule ever. Fucking love them. That's it. Can we get Michael <laughs> Hayes back in shape to have a free birds New Day match and just watch all the riots start over? <laughs> oh. oh, speaking of. Wait, what? <laughs> have you, sorry to had a whole new topic, but have you seen you you probably seen it. Augie, you probably have it. I don't know if you have Rich, but it's from like '96, and it's Virgil versus Jim Neidhart. Have you guys seen this match? Is this the one that's like in front of the clan or something? <laughs> Where Jim Neidhart comes out dressed like a member of the clan against right. Virgil? Yeah. What? No, I've heard about it, never witnessed it for very specific reasons. I love wrestling, man. 
<laughs> Fucking <laughs> carnies. For Augie and for Rich, and for the only person qualified to say that. This is Mullet, Snap Pod's Hoggle, a wrestling podcast of entertainment. We are slogging off. Don't give Vince any ideas. <laughs> He's, it's starting. He's the Venom. I'm it's just ben- Peter Parker. <laughs> it's bad enough we had like a Grandmaster Sexay, and like not like a Grandmaster of the clan. Well, Grand Wizard. I thought it was Grandmaster, too. No. I, I'd, look up, I'd look up the chain of command for the Ku Klux Klan, but I don't want police at my door. <laughs> and now I, I, the New Day see. theme. <laughs> no. And now the New Day theme. Uh, if the Klan was in Game of Thrones, it'd be the Grand Maester. I don't, I don't. That might just be for Augie. I don't know. You watching Game of Thrones, Augie? Yep. All right, cool. But you probably don't have any idea what a Maester is, do you? A learned man. Maester! Maester! Get me out of here! (laughs) You remember that Maester Maester lady? (laughs) (laughs) It's a new day! Yes, it is! This has been a Podswoggle Network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.